We've all got the same damn 86,400 seconds per day. A few hours of wasted time here and there seems like nothing, but trust me, it adds up. Missed opportunity, untapped potential, inhibited growth and development. Time doesn't stop for anyone. Time doesn't discriminate. Time doesn't care about your feelings. The time is always right now. Get ready to be inspired. It's time for your daily dose of motivation. Let's go. Yo, yo, this is your host, Michael Russo, a.k.a. Amruto. This is episode number 85 of the Motivation Movement podcast titled Thug Life Mentality, Lessons Learned from Tupac. I'm a huge Tupac junkie. I own all six movies Pac starred in on DVD. If there was a Tupac lyric recital competition, I would 1000% win, hands down. I've been listening to Tupac since I was 12, for Pete's sake. Tupac was without a doubt the most polarizing figure in rap and hip-hop. Raised by a Black Panther, he had revolutionary in his blood. Pac was an inspiration to many and was way ahead of his time. Quincy Jones said it best, The tragedy of Tupac is that his untimely passing is representative of too many young black men in this country. If we had lost Oprah Winfrey at 25, we would have lost a relatively unknown local market TV anchor woman. If we had lost Malcolm X at 25, we would have lost a hustler named Detroit Red. And if I had left the world at 25, we would have lost a big band trumpet player and aspiring composer. Just a sliver of my eventual life potential. Me personally, I'm 26 now, and while I'm proud of everything I had accomplished by age 25, I'd probably just be remembered as the kid from Long Island who was always preaching motivational quotes, sells sticky notes, and soda. Between 94 and 96, Tupac produced 12 albums, wrote two books of poetry, starred in numerous TV shows and films. Tupac lived life with a sense of urgency, which is the best quality I've absorbed from him over the past few years, having been listening to his music and watching his interviews since I was 12. Pac is known around the world because of his larger-than-life personality. With all eyes on Pac, he still had the heart to speak his mind and be himself. With the whole world against him at times, he was always confident, enthusiastic, and excited to keep on keeping on. Even at the peak of his career, you could still find him at the house party in the hood. He never forgot where he came from. Obviously, today's quote is from none other than Tupac. The quote was stated as follows. Every time I speak, I want the truth to come out. Every time I speak, I want a shiver. I don't want them to be like they know what I'm going to say because it's polite. I'm not saying I'm going to rule the world or I'm going to change the world, but I guarantee you that I will spark the brain that will change the world. Tupac left behind a ton of wisdom for us to learn from his entire body of work. It doesn't matter if you're an actress, writer, entrepreneur, musician, athlete, or whatever. Living by a few of these life lessons can benefit anyone. Change. Shit. I guess change is good for any of us. Tupac encouraged us to embrace change that leads to self-improvement. Improving your situation, even if it means leaving behind certain people and places, is vital to your growth. In I Ain't Mad At You, Pac talks about friends and family members in his life and how much everything has changed over the years in terms of his situation and their relationships. He reassures everyone that no matter where they end up, he's still got their back, he still supports them, and he'll always remember where he came from and who he was raised with. Tupac talked a lot about change. He also spoke about unity very often. It's time for us as a people to start making some changes. Let's change the way we eat, let's change the way we live, and let's change the way we treat each other. You see, the old way wasn't working, so it's on us to do what we gotta do to survive. Before passing, Tupac tried to bring together rival East and West Coast artists with a music project called One Nation. Tupac helped broker a peace deal in South Central L.A. between the Bloods and Crips in the early 90s after the L.A. riots. 
using his thug life code of ethics as a governing constitution of sorts for the hood. If you know Tupac, you know he's usually got a big ass smile on in every picture. Through all the rain and pain, you gotta keep a sense of humor. You gotta be able to smile through all the bullshit. Laugh, smile, make others laugh and smile. It's a simple life philosophy. Pac would often go to extreme lengths to uplift others. In 93, Tupac received a letter from the parents of a dying boy named Joshua. They said it was his last wish to meet Tupac. So what did Pac do? He got on a plane, flew to Maryland, took him to a basketball game. Soon after Joshua's death, Tupac renamed his entire publishing company from Ghetto Gospel Music to Joshua's Dream. Another example is when a Tupac admirer wrote a letter to his fan club asking the late rapper to be her prom date. About a month later, Pac showed up at her doorstep, came inside the home, talked with her family, purchased her prom dress for her, and, and escorted her to the dance. Before leaving her home, Pac gave the family $1,500 in cash. When her prom day did come, Tupac arrived in a limo to pick her up. At the school function, he signed autographs for all the students, took photos, and even got on the dance floor for a couple songs. This ties perfectly into the next lesson, which is to use your platform to make a difference. Tupac was a rapper. Obviously, he publicly dropped a bunch of F-bombs, smoked weed, partied, lived like a rock star. But however hard he went having fun, he went 10 times harder working to make a real change in the world. There's too much negativity spread by today's so-called role models. Be the change you wish to see in the world. Speak up for those who can't speak for themselves. Before his death, Tupac was in the works of developing a celebrity youth football league. Every celebrity involved would sponsor a youth sports team by buying them uniforms and hiring a staff of coaches. Tupac also put together a benefit concert to help a growing not-for-profit, a place called Home. He helped them raise money for a new building. Founded in 93, A Place Called Home is a safe haven in South Central LA where at-youth risk are empowered to take ownership of the quality and direction of their lives through programs and education. In conclusion, my final thought for the day is that Tupac played several different roles, filled many different shoes, and wore many different hats. He was a poet, an actor, a rapper, a philanthropist, even a criminal. Though he's been gone for over 25 years, his ideas and outlook on the world seem more relevant now than ever. The honest-to-God truth, or whatever you believe in, is that I've learned more from Tupac than any other musician, actor, politician, influencer, business person, and beyond. Next to my dad and a couple of other close personal mentors, there's really been no bigger role model in my life than Tupac. Yes, I was only two when he passed away. No, I did not grow up in the hood. No, I've never been to jail. Yes, I'm white. No, I don't fully understand the black experience. But Tupac transcended all of that. Pac taught me to hustle as if my life depended on it because nothing is guaranteed, can all be over in the blink of an eye, regardless of who you are, regardless of your age and status. Embrace change, bring people together, smile often, making a difference should be the mission. Thug life, baby! That is all for today's episode, folks. Let me know what y'all think using hashtag the motivation movement on social media. Tag Adam Rudo and do not forget to visit my new website, mrudo.com. I want to hear your raw, uncut, and unfiltered feedback. Please do not hold back. I'm not sensitive. I can take it, and I very much appreciate the constructive criticism. If you come across a great quote you'd like to hear me talk about, share it. Tune in for new episodes every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast as well. Again, this is your host, Michael Russo. Thank you for listening in. More motivation, more hustle, more life. Listening to this podcast should only take up about five of the 1,440 minutes that we're all fortunate enough to be given each and every single day. What you do with the remaining 99.6527% of the day is completely up to you. 
Hold yourself accountable. Take ownership of your situation. Live life unfiltered. Join the motivation movement. Let's Let's go. go.